Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. just want to say that true crime cases are something that I've been reading about and I want to say that I don't mean any harm or disrespect or anything and sometimes the cases can be really really scary but I try to do true crime and creepy things Tuesday so this recording might be up twice and I just want to say I don't mean any harm, disrespect, or any hurtfulness. I'm just giving you the facts of the cases and letting everyone know that this is what I found. This is a case people have been talking about. This is a case that people are thinking about. I have looked into a lot of cases and I don't want to just, I don't want anyone to feel disrespected. If I say their name wrong, you can try to correct me. I might try to be able to pronounce it right. I might not be able to did my learning problem but I just want to say that I don't mean any disrespect to anyone ever and I hope that you all understand that I'm just giving you the facts and sometimes I may or may not give you my opinion or I could just tell you like hey this is my opinion based on what they are saying like not even a I know this personally but like more of a like a this is what people are leaning towards and do I agree or disagree but a lot of the time I don't really know so I'm going to say like this could be my opinion but I really don't know them personally or know the case personally so it really is like a 
this is what has been said so this is what the opinion of other people have been and I hope y'all understand that I don't mean any disrespect harm and I do not suggest you do any of this stuff that people have done and I hope that this stuff doesn't continue to happen and I hope y'all enjoy the cases and I hope y'all learn from them more importantly and I hope you all understand better that hey this is what happens let's be careful let's learn from this let's learn from this let's try to get a new law in let's try to do this let's try to keep it from happening again okay okay today the content could be a little more chore for audiences so please as someone before listening to this video it's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults or for those who get permission. Today, we're going to be talking about inside the criminal mind, understanding how bad people think. Life explorers. Lighting the dark corners of the criminal mind, the psyche of serial killers, mass murderers, and criminals of all types are darkened by disorders and extremes of the same instincts, emotions that all humans share. There is a page that I thought was kind of interesting. And I'm looking up. Psychopaths versus psychos psych psycho psychopath. The two words are often used interchangeably, but there are some fundamental differences between these personality disorders. Psychopathic Criminals are especially formidable parters because of their ability to manipulate people and circumstances cold-heartedly and to their own advantages. Their psych psychopath counterpart, meanwhile, tend to lash on with raw, sudden force. But both are victims of a mental disease called antisocial personality disorder, ASPD, and each group is the product of both genetics and social factors. Indeed, psychopaths and psycho... Yeah, they're basically the same name. Have a lot in common, but um, psychopaths um, plan their crimes where psychopaths act more impulsive. Psychopaths, P-S-Y-C-H-O-P-A-T-H, no sense of right or wrong, lack of kin senses, lack of moral rights, incredible, uh, incapable of emotion, or empathy for others, unable to form emotional bonds with others, successful, intelligent, charming, composed, trustworthy. 
manipulative manipulative detestful skilled at playing roles cold-blooded cruel detailed planning risk management torture power control greed revenge uh they put Ted Bun Bundy, Jeff Dahmer, and John Wayne Gracie. Versus Moral Awareness. S-O-C-I-O-P-A-T-H. Senses of right and wrong, but feel untrained by mortality. Capable of emotion, limited capacity for empathy, able to form emotion bonds with certain individuals under certain circumstances. Irritable, reckless, impatient, hot-tempered, antisocial, unsus... gets what is desired by taking it, lack of planning, knee-jerking, speed, confrontation, elements, night stalker, Lizzie Borden, Richard Ramirez. That's some of the people that they're comparing. Case study 10, Ted Bundy. Oh boy, that case. That case is a whole different thing altogether. Let me tell you, he is crazy. This classic psychopath lured victims to their deaths by pretending to be an ambassador law student and afterwards bask in his lack of remorse. The actual number of Peter murdered by a serial killer Ted Bundy may never be known since he was so skilled at lying but before Bundy was electrocuted in a Florida prison in 1989, he confessed to having gruesomely slayed 30 young women in the 1970s. Jeez, dude. Ah, uh, someone should. Oh, man, no wonder why there's so many cases on you and people looking into your mind. You have to be pretty messed up. What would cause such behavior? It's likely started with a childhood humiliation that promoted Bundy to develop a separate identity in which he felt more powerful according to psychologist Al Charles who interviewed and evaluated Bundy when he was incarcerated in Utah State Prison on kidnapping charges in 1976 before the danger the madman posed to society was known. According to Carlos, who wrote about the experience in Violent Mind, the 1976 psychologist assess, assessment of Ted Bundy, Bundy kept the violent and nonviolent facts of his personality separate. A process called C-O-M-P-A-R-T E T M E N T A L I Z A T I O N. Whew, that was hard to say. That can vary from a healthy level, such as with an actor who rehearses a script so intently that 
when portraying the role on stage or in a film, he has a deep sense of being that person. Oh, yeah, we call those, um, oh, okay, they're, oh, what did we use? We used to call them something, and now I can't remember. Darn. At the other end of the, I'm not going to spell this again, I'll be here all day. That's a very destructive process that can result in violence. Bundy is what is often described as a classic psychopath able to use a mask of sanity to fool those around him. In Bundy's case, that includes included relying on his good looks and smooth manners to convince strangers that he was a straight-laced law student and forging injury to uh, attract the sympathy of female prey. Psychologist Elizabeth Wolf who once interviewed Bunny said she expected the killer to be broading dark, but instead found him adorable. The truth was Bundy's mind was diseased and he was driven by morbid and horrific desires. After abducting, uh, assaulting, and killing his victims, he often would have um, relations with victims, he all with their corpses. Dude, yeah, okay, no. You're just nuts and disgusting and now I want to throw up. Ugh, gross. Bunny was also an affected killer, leaving little evidence behind at the scene of his abduction and murders. After his arrest, Bundy stated, society wants to believe it and identify evil people or bad or harmful people, but it's not particular. There's no stereotype. And he boasted of his utter lack of empathy for his victims. One of the single hallmarks of psychopath on the most cold-hearted son of a blank you'll ever meet. I am not saying that word. Twenty traits of a psychopath, the murder of nature, are some criminals born that way, evidence in brain science allow researchers to cast new light on the relationships between crime and genetic disorder, brain trauma, and disease. Fran in the quad. Charlotte, a secretary at the University of Texas, hid behind a flagpole base as Charles Whitman fired from a campus tower in 1966. She survived the attack and a shower that was a tumor was pressing against the part of Whitman's brain responsible for emotions and drives. The brain on trial. Advances in brain science are calling it into question the violence behind many criminal acts. A leading neuroscience described how brain-related dis disturbance can test the premise of our criminal justice system and propose a new way forward for law and order. 
So these are some true creepy facts that is in this book. And creepy is definitely the right word here. I hope y'all enjoy. Please try not to listen to this too late in bedtime. I know it's dark where I am, but uh, try not to fall asleep to this. I hope y'all enjoy it and let's learn something here. Have a good day. True Creepy Things Tuesday. I hope y'all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.